Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. G'day, podcasters. Hello. How are we? Good. Interesting show today. We talked to many, many things, but uh, the one that fired most people up was the baby that got a birthmark removed from his face. He had a port wine stain on his face. Mm. Some interesting calls. Mm. Oh, the, the second caller... In this topic, she was so blase about it, wasn't she? Well, I feel like it was years ago. Maybe she's come to. Well, she said he was three. The, I don't know. We had a massive fight in our household, oh, but what? I would would never do it without the other one being there. Mm. What what she did without, and she hid it behind her husband's back. We won't reveal. Listen to the podcast to get to it. I don't know that I could forgive, mm. not because of what she did, mm. but the way she went about it. That's mm. pretty. Mm. It's full on. Yeah. Mm. So. Guys mm. take it more personally as well. See, I don't, it's not so much that. I think it's just the way of it was done. It's like, oh, hey, what do you think about this? It can't be corrected. But I guess would you feel and the same if you if a daughter got the rears piece behind your back? Um, yeah, yeah. 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 I would, yeah. If mm. we had had a conversation about it and, and you then. knew that I didn't want it. And, yeah. then, and she deliberately snuck out to do this thing. Mm. So yes. she knew what she was doing. Anyway, um, it's interesting. That is interesting. We talk about Stav's fat head. Yeah, I do have a fat mm. head. Well, apparently I don't. Mm. Um, that gets a mention in there. And landlords, I mean, it probably wasn't Matt Shervington. Matt Shervington, yeah. Nice guy. Mm-hmm. He'll go far. You reckon? Probably yeah. about 100 metres. And at a very quick rate. Do you ever lose that? You know how you like it's riding a bike? Like, yeah. you're always going to be a fast runner. Like, if you're mm. in a nursing home and mm. you're running against others, you're always still going to be the fastest, right? Yeah, you Even if so. your ability... Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Remember when we talked to him a while back and he said he actively looks for like times to run in public? Like, oh, maybe I'll have to stop that thief. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I can run here. I'm off. Can someone please steal yeah. a handbag yeah. so they can be uh, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, activate his superpower. You can go on the show, The Hunted. Mm. Yep. All right, here we go. Let's get into the podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Maybe you need to defend this Australian mum because she has uh, had a second child, a little boy named Kingsley, and when she welcomed him into the world, of course she just fall in love and then she's noticed that half his face is covered with a birthmark, which mm. is called a, a port wine stain. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen him. Finney, my eldest, was born with one um, right above his eyes and they were told it would probably go away. Right, like uh, patients from the greats. Yes, yeah, yes, but I don't know how they work. I don't know if some of them do or some of them don't, but the reason that she has been, she said, bullied online, because mm. she did post about it, she went and got laser for it, and she did have to say that she had to leave the room during laser because he was screaming. Mm. This is her talking about it. We literally are following medical advice. There is nothing that can remove a port wine stain other than a pulse dye laser. The reason that she's defending it is people will call her a monster online really? for getting it done. Well, oh. because I guess it hurts the kid. Mm. But it, isn't it like a, well, for lack of a better way to describe it, like a circumcision, better to do it then than Then later. do it when they're older, yeah. when they can actually uh, tell you how they feel. Yeah. We're <laughs> <laughs> well, not going to remember at 18 no. months, are they? No. You know? no. And no. she's showed photos of it um, progressing and it has faded. Mm. But would you get it done? You had a child like that? Yeah. Yeah. It is, uh, for those playing at home, it's like pretty much half of his face, isn't it? Like mm. The right side of his face is completely mottled and red. Um, yeah. So, I mean, saving him from probably teasing and stuff later on in life. And yeah. I mean, you can't protect everyone against teasing. They're going to always do something. But I always go, like she said, if... 
the doctor said, hey, you could do this, mm. this is the advice I would give, then mm. I reckon I'd follow the advice for it. Yeah, if the doctor I'd, said no. No way I'd post it online. Well, you're just asking for it, aren't you? I can't be bothered with opening with criticism, but I get it. But it's the same as some people get, you know, um, uh, ears pierced yeah. at a young age, and other people go, how could you get that done? Because I think you can get it done at six months. I don't know. But, I remember, yeah, we talked about that when I, when I was thinking about getting Rory done, and most people say, yeah, get it done while they can't feel it. Yeah. So next they, week she's getting a tattoo. They probably can't feel it the same. They, they can. Don't. They just can't don't say, remember. ow, that hurt yeah, my ears. Yeah, remember. <laughs> <laughs> Esther had a birthmark on her forehead mm-hmm. um, when she was two. Her mum, she had a procedure, got her a procedure where they took skin from behind her ear oh, yeah. and they cut out and the birthmark and then grafted it on. Mm-hmm. And that was because it was getting bigger and bigger and bigger and it was eventually, they would say, it would cover her face. Mm. And I mean, it was purely cosmetic. So well. well, that's <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Is it purely cosmetic? Yeah. People are saying you don't need to get it done. But defend, I just, yeah, defend her. If you're kind of like, I did this with my child mm-hmm. and I can understand why she's done it. Did she, did Esther have to get laser after all for scarring or they didn't no, have they it did then? the old fashioned way. Yeah. yeah. Old fashioned way. And she was thankful. Like Esther mm. was glad that her mum did it. And mm. you know, the, this, this kid might grow up and be the same. Unless they become cool later on in life. Well, you always get them tattooed on. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Amber's on. Now, Amber, we're saying, is there anyone out there who would defend this woman for what she's done? Yes. What do, what do you think? <laughs> yes. my. Um, so I've got a two-year-old son who was actually born with a Port Weinstein, also covering half of his face. Um, and when he was born, it was almost black, like really, really, really dark. Wow. Um, and I guess I just wanted to shed a little bit more insight about the whole procedure. Um what people don't realise is that in a lot of cases, it will actually continue to grow. Mm. So if it's not treated with laser, then they actually can start to develop nodules. Basically, the whole face can become deformed. Right. And is it true that they recommend getting it done under 12 months is better? Yes, the earlier, the better. Mm-hmm. And um, believe it or not, my son had his first one done at six days old. Right. And... Um, I actually saw an article about this poor Aussie mum online and what people were saying and really kind of struck a nerve with me yeah. because mm. it was one of the most traumatic things I've ever had to go through with my child. And and even making that decision is a huge decision. Mm. Um, and people seem to think it's just, you know, to lighten it so that they have greater self-esteem and that sort of thing. And that certainly helps. Mm. But from a medical perspective, it really needs to be done because it will just continue to grow. Right. Okay. It does sound like it was so emotional for you to make that decision yeah. ever. Oh, it was horrible. And, and it is painful for them. It's, it's not excruciating. I think they describe it like an elastic band being flipped right. on the skin. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Well, thanks for your call. Yeah. Uh, we've got Shannon on as well. Hi, Shannon. Hi, um, I have a little bit of a different story um, with my son. When he was born, the doctor recommended we get him circumcised. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone in my life, including my husband, was saying, no, it's cruel, it's like the worst thing you can do, da 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 My mum and family really supported me doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, so while my husband was at work, and it sounds terrible, but my mum and I went and got it done, and my husband didn't want to know about it, so we didn't tell him. <laughs> And then um, we got it done when he was only maybe like a week old or something. Mm. Um, The doctor was saying, you know, in the long run, it could be worse and um, it'll obviously hurt him more as he grows and gets older. So Mm. to get it done now is best. So that's what we did. And a lot of people thought I was the worst person in the world. Um, Obviously, no one even thinks twice about it now, but... 
um, it was really tough to make that decision and not be supported by like everyone except mm. yeah. my mum. Oh, we had so, big fights um, in our household about it as well, Shannon. Like huge yeah. fights. But don't didn't you both have to sign permission? No. Oh, okay. No. It was mm. just like like mm. even when we left the hospital though, like when I was when I gave birth, my I asked my partner to fill out the forms and the nurse was like, No, you're the mum, you have to do it and I was like on my I was just not caring about forms. Yeah. And basically, like, my husband signed a thing, right. so, yeah. which was really weird. But, How long yeah. did it take for your husband to forgive you for doing that? Um, a, a little bit. Um, so while our wound was fresh um, and, like, if I – because I'm a very over-warrior, mm. um, I was like, oh, my God, do you think this is okay? Like, it doesn't look bad. Should we go to the hospital? Should we call someone? And then my husband was like, no, nah, like, you've done it. You can do it all on your own. Like, I'm mm. not I'm not going to – like, I don't care. Like, you need to fix it. Right. So, like, it took a bit for him to get over it, and um, which was, like, uh, really hard on me too because I just wanted his opinion, but he just didn't – Really want to he be wouldn't agree involved. with you. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but he, we'd, obviously everything's fine now. But um, my son's three. But during that, you know, healing period, and he just was very cranky at me, understandably. But yeah, um, yeah. He <laughs> does have a ballad. Haley is Logan. What do you think? Defend That's- the mum. Hiya. Um, I think when it comes to medical reasons. Mm-hmm then you've kind of got to make that hard call. But I myself have a birthmark that um, is under my eye or my nose, under my nose. Uh, it's a nice little red-pink kind of colour. Mm. Um, my mum had the choice to get it taken off when I was little, and she chose not to. Um, and I'm forever grateful for that. My birthmark is part of who yeah. I am. Yeah. yeah, I work in a school um, across primary and high school, and I always get kids asking about it. Mm. And coming up with stories like, you know, I fought this tiger and defended a kitten <laughs> is, like, the highlight of my day. Right. Um, but, yeah, I also have to point out this long uh, poker face before this call was really ironic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what did so, we yeah. play? Poker face by Gaga. Oh, did face. we? Oh, oh, we did too. I didn't even know. We didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> well you, you're all over, Hayley. Right. Good well stuff. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. You guys seen Cruel Intentions, the musical advertised? Yes. And my friend bought tickets straight away. As soon as it came out, she's like, oh, look, I, that was my favourite movie. And I was like, oh, I, re- I don't remember seeing the movie in full. I think I've seen little bits of it. Right. But it's like a, it was a cult show, I guess, that came out in 1999. Yeah. And a lot of the themes in it were risque, risque. risque for the time. Yes, so. but Dangerous Liaisons, which is a really old French book, I believe it mm-hmm. is. From the 17th. That's what it's based on. Yeah, okay. uh, But the movie was huge. It was a, really, it was an independent film. It was a small budget independent film and it had uh, Ry- Reese Witherspoon, Philippe. yes, oh, yeah. which is where they met, mm-hmm. and uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar mm-hmm. in there. Ryan Philippe. Yeah. Yes. Got a yes. start as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Selma Blair. Selma Blair. She it was taught her, her how to kiss. Her big one, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then there's still the trailer spit. That's right. Mm. In in a pool, wasn't it? No, you're crossing over to Wild Things, which was at the same time. That's right, that's right. (laughs) He's combining all these sexy movies. I saw a bit of that uh, the other day. I was just flicking around on Foxtel. It was 10 minutes of um, Denise Richards washing a car in slow motion in a white T-shirt. How many times did you watch it? But I was like, you you don't make them like they used to, (laughs) do they? (laughs) 
You know? <laughs> well, this was on at the Fortitude Music Hall, which I haven't been to before. I know that a lot of people have done comedy gigs there and yeah, bands have performed, but I haven't ever been there before. So yeah. it was a bit of a different experience. And my friend said, look, I'm really sorry if this is bad. I'm really sorry. And I was like, don't worry about it. She's like, I just don't know what it's like. When we went in there, there was a bar and people were lining up and it had like the flashing uh, cups. Yeah. And I was like, oh, we are in for a night. Like Disney on ice. You know, yes. see all the kids with those whirly things yeah. in the back row. And then when she was a long line and she was like, wait a minute, I think there's bars inside. And I didn't ever realise because there's two bars on the side of the music hall. Mm. And because everyone is keen for a big night, you have mm. to remember. And it had unbelievable storyline of tying in hit songs from the 90s that may not have been in the movie. Right. So it was exactly the same as the movie of what you would love, but mm-hmm. they were tying in songs like these. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Sixpence none the richer. Everyone was so keen to have a a big night because mm. they're singing all those songs and everyone was getting like bottles of champagne. So my friend was like leaned over and she goes, I think I'm getting drunk off the ladies' fumes right. next to me. Yeah. And they sing live, obviously. Oh, the un- the acting was brilliant. Mm. The singing was brilliant. There were people calling out. There was one girl that got a little bit too excited. She keeps screaming out, "I love you, Reese! Huh? I love you!" And you're like, mm, "Okay, no worries." The girl next to me was a little bit like, "Hoo hoo!" She was standing oh, yep, up. Yep. Yep. Hoo hoo. Mm-hmm. That at one point, security came and was like, "Oh, love." Yeah. You're gonna have to relax if you want to stay. Wow. And we're like, okay. Gosh. Getting kicked out of a musical. I know. This People isn't were the on opera. fire though. But I think it was because it's it's all the music that you would love. So yeah. it actually felt like you were at a gig. Mm. So people were getting up and dancing as well. I am ready. I am Highly recommend ready. it. You'd be so proud of me. I wasn't the one getting kicked out though because I was driving. But I was close. If I wasn't, I could understand how people were. I don't even know who you are anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Greatest pleasure to declare the 22nd Commonwealth Games open. Yeah, well, the Australians, as we always do, we're cleaning up. In uh, the pool. 45 medals in total so far. Yep. Impressive. Uh, and you can watch all the action. Channel 7, uh, Matt Shervington, is on there, buddy. Thanks for calling this morning. Happy Monday morning, guys. Yeah. Um, we start, we're starting slow, aren't we? Just 22 <laughs> gold medals on day three. <laughs> we're absolutely destroying the opposition at the moment. We're just talking about Emma McKeon, who's made history winning her 11th gold medal. I love her so much. And, and do you know what? We, we've been talking about Kyle Chalmers and some of the drama that has been, you know, a bit of gossip around the, the team and her relationship with Cody and all of that. And at the end of the day, when a swimmer jumps in the pool, they, they've got one job to do and she just delivers every single time. She is... Um, the, the great thing about her, her temperament, she... It's like she's got unfinished business every time she gets out of the pool. It's like she's already thinking of the next thing. So she is now our most decorated Commonwealth Games athlete of all time. Mm -hmm. That is coupled with her being the most decorated Olympic athlete of all time after her efforts in Tokyo 2020. So um, she won the 50 free and just destroyed the opposition again. Uh, She was left, amazingly, she was left out of the women's 4x200 freestyle relay. And we won that as well, anchored by Ariane Titmus. In a world record over a second um, after China set that like a couple of years ago. So we're going so well across the board.
How's the, um, because uh, Britain is, of course, in a grip of a heat wave, has that been affecting the athletes? Not in the pool. No, they <laughs> like it. Yeah. <laughs> They're actually loving it in the pool, aren't they? Mm. Um, it actually, it dipped a little bit. So they did have a, a heat wave last week, but basically the opening ceremony, the clouds kind of came over and the temperature jo- dropped. But um, I think they're going to have another couple of days of warm weather over the next few days. So um, definitely for the, you know, the hockey players, for track and field starts on day five. Um, oh, the other one, our women won the um, rugby sevens today, which oh, was a huge yeah, I thought they were just we're meant to, play, yeah. Yeah, so we're meant, to, um, we're meant to lose to New Zealand again, which was everyone talking about that. But they beat them in the semis and then played Fiji, who were one of the hot favourites to win it as well. And uh, we destroyed them. Wow. We did really, really well. Oh, it's even sweeter that we beat New Zealand, isn't it? <laughs> doesn't doesn't yeah. it just like <laughs> yeah. make it Well, you, when better. someone's a sure bet to win, you're like, yeah, underdogs, we did it. And I was watching the women's uh, marathon as well, uh-huh. which was unbelievable mm. yeah. for a win. What are the other ones yeah. to look out for coming up? Um, plenty to come up. Uh, probably the headline tonight is Kyle Chalmers in the 100 freestyle final. Um, he... Obviously, I touched on kind of the pressure that's been building on him and a lot of people talking about how he was going to go here and whether it was going to distract him. And he's spoken about, you know, not wanting to have to deal with this whole narrative outside the pool. And it's all, um, as to quote him, false news. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I think that's going to be a big one tonight. Um, the other big story, too, I don't know if you guys know much about Matt Glater, but He's been our champion track cyclist for a long time now. He had a massive crash mm. um, in the Kier in which he was trying to defend his title after two back-to-back gold medals. He had a huge crash, lost his suit. Like um, He had had to pick out splinters yeah. from his butt and uh. his legs and his arm. Ow. He got disqualified in the bronze medal match today. He actually had the bronze, and then they took it away from him. He takes part in the uh, the time trial uh, tonight on day four. So there's so much to look out for. Plenty of action in the pool. Um, we've got hockey starting. Our hockey roos have already destroyed their first two opponents by 18 to nil. I think wow. it is in total. Mm-hmm. They're taking on New Zealand. Um, so yeah, no, it's going. There's plenty happening. It's funny you say about um, Kyle Chalmers and all the the drama around him. I can remember in Olympic Games when Roy and HG. Um, started up a whole news story about an Australian runner and his outfit, and that was most of the talk. Was that and, fake news, and, though, or that was real news? I, I don't know. Do you know anything about that, Matt? <laughs> I can't remember that. That must have been – it wasn't Cathy Freeman, was it? That that was talking it, about. it was. We can was. send you the photos if you want. Matt. Oh, you've still got them. I know. I, just, I, just, I was looking don't at your worry, phone. Don't worry. I get reminded very often yeah. that you can still Google that. Because um, that for yeah, you, that would have been – There's often – I'm often tagged in um, in uh, Mad Monday celebrations, <laughs> in yeah. 21st birthday, yeah. dress-ups, you know, yeah. Was yeah, that distracting at the time, or...? It certainly was. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess it's not a bad not... thing to be known at, but, like, you know, when you're creating headlines other than... How well you're raised. Yeah. I think, it, do you know what, probably the worst thing is now. Like, I kind of look back and, you know, I was... Hopefully, I won a couple of medals at major championships and broke the Australian record and was five-time national 100-metre champion. And I still get, oh, why do they call you Lunchbox? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, mate, um, we can check you out. Channel 7, the Commonwealth Games, the Aussies, they are doing us proud over there. I'm sure we'll be chatting over the next week. So nice to talk to you this morning, buddy. 
Hope so, guys. Yeah, go the Aussies. Thanks very much. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Bucks is worth 10 grand every day. Tomorrow's the 2nd of August. Your answers for Alpha Bucks to make it even easier to win the money are... are... Toucan, Tokyo and Teeth. Toucan, the clowns Toucan. of the... Bird world. Yeah. I always think of Rio. Ah, yes. They're always in there, aren't they? Mm, the I always think of Guinness. Why? See, I always think of Fruit Loops. Oh, yeah. Oh, right, yeah. Why right. do you think of Guinness? Tommy Toucan. Uh, it's the um, symbol of Guinness. Is it? Yeah. I just always feel like it's got to be coloured when you see it, and they're not coloured, though, are they, mm. for Guinness? They are in the posters, but yeah. Really? Mm. I think it was some sort of play on why have one can when you can have two can. So. Huh. Hmm. And you just invented that, didn't you? No, 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 no. Guinness and Guinness and the toucan hand in hand. Right. It's because they, they, you know, they live in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking if you did just invent that, it's pretty good. Guinness always has the cup and the harp. Mm-hmm, that too. Which which one do they have? Maybe it's the Aldi version of Guinness. You is. know how they always change the logo. Oh, was that in the forties? Um, yeah. It's pretty old. All oh, right, yeah. I'm used to that one now, where you see like the harp on the beer. Mm, that was still there. Yeah, there's a symbol too, but they had the toucan. Maybe the toucan knows how to play the harp. Uh, maybe it's from its very harp. first appearance in 1935, a toucan became immediately recognisable as an advertisement for Guinness. There you go. I wasn't wrong. I said for 40s. The f- over 45 years, it appeared on many types of advertising and market products, and became as important as the harp. Not important now. They got rid of it. Hmm. Alrighty. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. We want to hear about landlords from hell because this would be bad. Yeah. Um, there is eight, uh, eight of them that live in a shared house at Hurston, which is near Kelvin Grove, near the uni. Mm. You know how a lot of them are sort of divided up, a lot of the houses there, mm-hmm. to try and fit as many people in as possible. Uh, but they're saying that they feel like they're in Big Brother, these eight housemates, because CCTV cameras have been installed inside mm. the house. Well, that's right. If they feel like they're on Big Brother, no one will be watching them. <laughs> mm, okay. But they're saying that they didn't give permission, which I would have thought you had to yeah. give permission for them to be able to do. Mm. Or is it just as part of the agreement? Because you know how you sign, mm. and you sign that big, thick stuff. No one reads it. No one reads it. I haven't read a contract in my life. Neither have I. No, but you sign up for that. Mm. And then you dispute it after. <laughs> yeah. And then they say, but you signed the contract. Like a lot of workplaces mm. have cameras, and they're allowed to. Mm-hmm. Not but in the bathrooms and no, stuff. No, right? no, or the change rooms. And I don't think they did here, but they're saying that whether you're walking through the front door, making dinner or sitting on the couch, they feel as though you're constantly being watched. Mm. Now, they've come back and said, well, they only look at it if something has happened, if there's been some sort of dispute. There's one person in that house... That knew about it? That knew. That's the reason. Because they're the one who's gone and said... No, staff's going missing. Well, the property manager said the cameras are yet to be activated, but there was an electrician that came in and they all gave permission for that Mm. and is installed and they say they're yet to be activated. We got a uh, new boss at Subway, uh, and he was he was a bit of a creep, creep, and he installed cameras, and he would sit at home and watch. But he also, no. yeah, but he also installed an um, intercom, so you'd just be there working at the store, and he'd just go, "If you've got time to sit down, you've got time to clean," and you'd be like, "God," and you'd have to, yeah. <sighs> It was hectic. Was he uh, putting in for overtime for when he was watching it? <laughs> no, but he's just, just sit at home and watch the store. That's weird. Yeah. I do find it fascinating to watch CCTV. Oh, cameras. yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, you've got him. You watch your. Now they're saying it's weird. You watch <laughs> yeah. your husband leave, come and. You're his terrible house landlord. Every day. <laughs> yeah, but I've told him and he knows what he signed up for. <laughs> and um, to be fair, it's good because he's running late this morning. 
Mm. And I saw that. Yeah, I know. Just before Abby was sitting here and Abby goes, they're not going to make tennis. I'm like, who? They're, they're only just leaving the house now. <laughs> you That's are. So you you are a terrible yeah. landlord. Yeah. Yeah, but, well, he hasn't paid rent for a while if you're going to bring it up like that. <laughs> These cameras, are by the sounds of the setup of this place, doesn't mm. make it any less weird, mm. is maybe it's like each person has their own room. They're like a dormitory setup. That's yeah. what it would be and near the uni. They have that. Room yeah. Area. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of. Lounge, kitchen, laundry, and exterior. And they're saying that it's for security purposes only. Mm. So they're saying they never seek footage for any other area. It's just if there's theft in the common area or damages to ensure that they can resolve the issue with the relevant party. Mm. I mean, if you're not doing anything wrong, the cameras don't bother you. But at the same time, if you're sitting on the couch trying to relax, I find that a bit creepy. Yeah, you'd feel like the Truman Show. Like, you'd yeah. always have to be being wacky. I don't stuff. think you put in yeah. CT, uh, CCTV cameras for fun. Yeah, no, you don't for good. I mean, yeah. I put it in because we put this, like, tiny little basketball court and the kids have punch-up. So I want to be out alone over and go, oh, no, that was your fault. Put it on pay-per-view. Yeah. <laughs> We could, and sports bet. I got, a, I got a 20 on Finney. good reason, do you? No, no, no. No, no. no. Well, thirteen, ten, sixty. we're talking bad landlords. I, we had a landlord who used to come into, like, we did it privately, and they lived at the front apartment. Oh, God. And we'd come home, and they'd be in the house. No. Doing what? Like, just like, oh, hey, girls, just checking that everything's okay. And we never complained, because some weeks we didn't pay. <laughs> <laughs> you sure it wasn't just there trying to get the rent? Yeah. Hi, girls. Oh, he's back again. He's always popping over, looking expectantly at us. Same time every week. (laughs) Every week. It's so bizarre. It's like a routine. But you're supposed to give notice if you're going in. Some landlords just pop in. Have you ever had a bad landlord? Um, No. I've been pretty, yeah, surprisingly, Mm. been fine with landlords. Have you? Yeah, we've had a few. Yeah, ones like, like that. They'd, They'd just, just pop, pop up and yeah. you'd be like, hi, what are you doing here? Yeah, mainly when I lived at home with mum because we rented the whole time. So, yeah. yeah. I thought you were going to say your mum was your bad landlord. <laughs> she was a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Jason in Griffin. Morning, Jace. Yeah, morning. And you get tickets to the Acker as well, just for being Ooh. on the show, so congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. But you've had a bad landlord? Yeah, yeah. We uh, When I was about 19, 20... Uh, we had a landlord that was it was adamant that we had a dog when we didn't. <laughs> so one night I came home late from the from work or the gym, I can't remember which one it was, and there was a little red car parked out the front. Mm. Thought it was a bit kind of sus. And, um, yeah, about a week later I went down to pay rent with when you used to actually go down and pay rent at the real estate. Mm. And there was the car sitting in front of the real estate agent. Oh. They were actually scoping us out overnight to see if we had a dog. Wow, they were that convinced. You should have just left yeah, like a, no. a lead out the front just for fun. We, we we did think of a few nasty things we could and funny things we could have done, but we didn't want to get in more trouble. So, mm. what made them think you had a dog? Was it like poo somewhere? Well, we, we had a no. We had a we had a bit of a disgruntled neighbour next door. Keep in mind, we were nineteen, twenty years old. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so we we weren't the 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 quietest bunch of blokes around. <laughs> How many uh, were in the house, Jason? Ah, uh, there was. To me, my mate, and my girlfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But on there, a Friday there could night, be... you could times that by about 20. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and a dog. Yeah. <laughs> Good on you, buddy. Uh, Caitlin and Salisbury, bad landlords. Everyone's had them. What about you? Yeah. Um, so a couple of years ago, we were living in a share house, and we'd reported lots of, like, mould issues to the landlord, and um, she wanted to come and inspect the property. And I'm a shift worker, 
she wanted to come and see the property while I was between night shifts. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, no, 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 like I'm sleeping, you can't come around. And um, she wanted to come and inspect the property while I was sleeping and said she'd be quiet. <laughs> we said no. Mm. And she still turned up anyway. Oh. And so you woke up to her with the creaking of the door, <laughs> peeking in? <laughs> no. So um, my housemate ended up, um, her plans got cancelled and she was at home and um, was able to deal with her while I slept. But wow. um, yeah, it was still not the best thing to wake up to from my housemate, finding yeah. out that she'd turned up anyway. Yeah. It's like she owns the place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you get your record tickets too. Yes, there, you do. Uh, Libby, you've got record tickets as well. Make it rain Monday. <laughs> Hello. Hey. <laughs> oh, that's great. I love the echo. Yeah. Um, my, my story is that um, we were when we first got married, we were renting this little tiny dingy flat. Um, uh, you know, saving money to try and buy a house. Anyway, we were renting from a from a friend of a friend of a friend, and that was our landlord. And something was wrong with our bathroom, so he had arranged to come over when we were at work and had a key and everything. That was fine with us. But I didn't know I'd be finished finishing work early that day, and I thought I'd just go home. And I knew that you know he would be fixing the, the bathroom. Mm. Anyway, so the flat was so tiny and so dingy that when you got to the front door, you could see our bedroom from um, the front door and I opened the door and he was having a kip in our bed. No. (laughs) (laughs) Did you wake him or what'd you do? Oh, he nearly died. He nearly died. He he, he jumped up and he was just so embarrassed but he was having a big sleep and to make it worse, he was sleeping on my side of the bed. No. What? Are you sure he didn't, like, did he have a fit or he just went, that looks comfy and laid down? Oh, I think he was just tired. He wanted to to go to sleep. It was just unbelievable. I couldn't believe it. (laughs) Good on you. (laughs) You got yourself those tickets. Thanks for your call. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Something very exciting occurred to me on Friday. Uh, and it will go down in history as a very exciting time in this young man's life. Something I do regularly uh, to the chagrin of my wife. Uh, She shakes her head and laughs at me every time I do it. But I like hats. And I I like the old-fashioned, the, hey, look, I'm an untouchable, you know, those hats. Uh, Or like, oh, I could be with the press. Put my little press. It's a real statement. You wear a hat like that and people have to ask about it. They don't ignore it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like, oh, cool, nice hat. Um, But so I have a, well, it's not a tradition, but... I will go into hat stores, or if I see hats, I will go and I will try them on. And invariably what occurs is, yes, it could be a very good hat, it could look like the kind of hat that I want, but... Your head's too big. I have a big head. Huge head. No, you don't. You didn't know that about him. Mm. Big head. In proportion to your body, I think it looks... If you had a smaller head... Well, he's not wearing anything else. Uh, He's not wearing his hat everywhere else, so... (laughs) Even if it's proportions, it's a big head. <laughs> it is He's a big, big head. man. I got a big lump at the back hmm. called a king's crown. Oh, I look okay. like the alien from Aliens. <laughs> big lump Do you even have back. a hat rack? A hat rack? Well, what? no, because I can never buy the hats oh. because my head's too big, right? Which doesn't make sense because technically you are the hat rack. You know, like the idea is no, to just wear the hat. Have more so you have a hat rack. We've well, got a hat rack mm. with all Scotty's free caps that he gets when he buys oh, a carton yeah. of beer. Anyway, so I popped into town and I was just wandering around and I saw, I'd never seen this one, but I saw a hat shop. And me being me, I was like, well, I'll go in and disappoint myself. This will be fun. Um, (laughs) Because that's what I do. I go, oh, that's a lovely hat. Put on, doesn't fit. Uh, And I'm annoyed. You know how Lowe's is like a place for bigger men? (laughs) They should be a hat shop. They should be. Which is like 
fat head shops. Yeah. Well, everyone always asks Big Cat Harry's. For advice on where to get shoes because she's got a larger size foot. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys could have. The big shop. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so the range of hats, they're all lovely, right? And uh, this is where I said to the woman, the woman said, what um, what size are you? Because I was like, oh, I'd like to try that one. And she said, well, what size are you? I said, to be honest, I don't know, but I can tell you that I've got a massive head. Uh, hats very rarely fit me. Uh, and she grabbed a hat and she put it on me and she goes, you're a 59. I went, cool, now I know what hat size I had. And then she said something that made me livid. She said to me, 59, that's the most average size head we've got. In fact, that's the one we sell the most of. And I was like, excuse me. No, it is not. I have a massive head. <laughs> well, when you think about it, if you go into the store and they're not there, it's because they've sold out because most people are getting them. So you think I'm just getting left with the smaller? Yep. But I've tried like even the large hats and they don't fit. And um, But then, you know when you... The got... hats that you pick don't have a large range. No, that's true. Are but... the girls in the shop saying, oh, you're the biggest head I've ever seen? I know, seen. that's oh what you said, like you're disappointed. Yeah. Like, wow, it's well, so that's big. The, You know how you have that thing it's about yourself that's probably not... It's not cool, but it's like you. You know, I've got. I've had a big head all my life. You have told everyone I that. I have told everyone that yeah. I had a big head, and now mm. all that they've just turned around and said, you have the most average-sized head in all of the human ranges of heads. Well, I'm still happy to call you a fat head. If that's <laughs> I still want. I still say you got a big head. Thank you, thank you. But now, on the other hand, I'm happy because I have a hat shop that has all the hats that fit my massive, average size noggin. <laughs> see you how confusing it, this is. Of course, I bought it. Yeah. Anytime I buy a hat, I see a hat that fits me, I buy it, regardless of what style it is, because it, it just doesn't happen. Yeah. So yeah, I've already ordered one in black too. So I got one in brown. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Riddle me this, riddle me that. Riddles are always fun when you know the answer, and this is going to be even more fun for you because if you don't know the answer, 131060, you can win tickets to go to the Ecker just for calling up. Yes. Make it rain Monday. Every caller who makes it to air today will get a double pass to the Ecker. Mm-hmm. But our producers, Taylor and Ash, might get it before you do. You yep. ready for this one? Yes. What is at least six inches long, goes in your mouth, and is more fun if it vibrates? Oh, my God. <laughs> Abby. What? What? I don't know. <laughs> my mind's gone into the gutter. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Six, six inches long, more fun if it vibrates and goes into your mouth. Oh, yeah. a toothbrush. Yay! Yay! You sick girl thinking it was anything different. Taylor, where were you on that one? Oh, exactly where Ash first went. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see if we can do another one. Hmm. What goes in hard comes out soft and you blow it continuously? Taylor? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and we are in delay. Good. Yeah. Did you want? You don't have your pen and paper for working no, out. No, I've got a yo-yo instead. Oh well. Yeah, might want to draw this then. <laughs> Could you please repeat the question? Of course, I can. Taylor, what goes in hard comes out soft, and you blow it continuously. Goes in hard, comes out soft. <laughs> Gum. No. I love that you guys can get any of the dirty ones because first you pick that and you go, that's not answer. Oh, that was really good. Wow. No one's beating us to it. No one's going to the echo. No, no one's going to the echo this morning. Mm. Mm. Oh, do we want another one? You just went the way you're looking at your phone. I was like, are we going for another one? No, no, we can can get another one. I feel like that's a bit unfair, isn't it? Okay, sorry, thinking out loud. Um, if two snakes marry, what will their tails say? This is more of a joke than a... If two... Um, so, 
to Slithery and beyond. <laughs> no, that's his and hers. That's that's oh, too that's easy, funny. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> to Slithering and beyond. You 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 came up with a whole life for them, haven't you? They got married. They got a house. You like you like, you like these ones, deep and meaningful. Are you ready, Taylor? <laughs> I can't be bought, but I can be stolen with a glance. I'm worthless to one, but priceless to two. What am I? Um, I can't be bought, but I can be stolen with a glance. I'm worthless to one, but priceless to two. Trust? What am I? Not the trust. Cheater. Someone who cheats. Because they're worthless to one, because they've just cheated on them, but they're priceless to two people because they were with someone and then they've gone the other way. Okay. It wasn't, wasn't the snake, was it? Because <laughs> I want them to be happy. Um, <laughs> Should we take a call for this one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Someone to the echo. Uh, all right, we might have to... Th- look, this person automatically is going to get it. Yeah, yeah okay. Um, so it, would it the one on hold? So Is that what we yeah, planned let's out there? Yeah, Number 10. All right, here we go. Right, no, number two, here oh. we go. Hello, morning. Nope. Hello, morning. Hello. Hello. What's oh. your name? Caroline. 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 You've got our tickets to the Echo. Oh, my daughter will be very excited. Come on, you've got to have a guess at this riddle, though. I can't be bought, but I can be stolen with a glance. I'm worthless to one, but priceless to two. What am I? Uh, all I can think of is eyes. Eyes. Hmm. I'm not good with these. No. <laughs> oh, I like that guess. That's good thinking. Eyes. Yeah, but I can start. No. no what's no. the answer? Love. I thought so. Love. Oh. Oh. I thought so. <laughs> After you hear Maybe the answer. Oh yeah. There you go. We'll put put to Slithery and Beyond in the Please go. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B one oh five. Every now and then a news story comes along that just tickles me in my little spot that I like. Uh one of my favourites was the uh school excursion that went whale watching and while they were there. God thank permission slips because a whaling boat came up and harpooned the whale in front of the children. That was in Norway. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What do they? They gave permission to, for their kids. No, to I see just it. meaning you know how you, you always signed. like. Yeah, you, you can't have any trauma. Whatever yeah. happens. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, but I came across this one. I don't know if you guys know this about me, uh, but one of the things I really, really love is the game show Jeopardy. You aware of that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've mentioned it a couple of times. I love Jeopardy. Still the same host over in the same? No, he oh. passed away. Alex Trebek sadly oh. lost his battle with cancer. He will be sorely missed. He was an icon. He mm-hmm. hosted that uh, for like 35 years. The guy's an absolute champion, but he's gone now. Uh, they've actually got an ex-contestant uh, to host, uh, oh. Ken Jennings. He was the best contestant they ever had. He was uh, on for their like seven months, won millions and millions of dollars, so now he's the host, right? Oh, is that how? So you can stay on the show. People have got to beat you to get yeah. you off it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you, mm. you can when oh. there was a guy, he was great too, James Holzer. He was a um, gambler, professional gambler from Vegas, and he just went to town. And every time you get daily doubles, we can bank, you can bet your winnings um, on a question. You can guess how much you want to do, yeah. and he just go all in every time. And he won mm. like twenty million dollars, like far out, unbelievable, unbelievable. Um, but something happened last week. That was just a delight. So, um, obviously with Jeopardy. The thing with Jeopardy is you have to answer in the form of a question. That's its shtick. They say, we give you the answer, you give us the question. It's just a hook, but it's cool. So, every time you answer, you have to go, what is an orange, right? And if you don't, it doesn't count, you lose points. Okay. They let you go the first round, second round, definitely have to say what is, right? Um, so, they had their contestants on. And this was one of the contestants on the show on Wednesday. Today's contestants, an election.
electrical engineer from Queens, New York, Alexa Jacob. Can we see any issue here? Well, the name Alexa? Because every time she answered a question, the host has to say her name, yeah. and then she has to answer in the form of a question like this. Alexa. What is the banjo? So everywhere in America, for the entire episode, everyone's Alexas were going batshit crazy anytime she got a question. Alexa. Who's Roosevelt? That is correct. <laughs> so really, they would have just been yelling at the answers, really, Alexa. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And even to the point where Alexa had to tweet and say, hey, guys, here are you having all this drama. Why don't you just mute us for a minute? Uh, you know, uh, because every time she asked a question... Alexa? What are bees? That's correct. Bees are. <laughs> you know what, though? Yeah. People who are listening at home right now. Mm. I know. How many mm. times have you said... Yes. Alexa, what is a... Yes. I know. They'd be going nuts. I know. I, I feel bad, but it would be They always have Alexa would... more in the States because it's linked to Amazon. I don't mm. know if there is oh. as many here, but there oh. still is. Yeah, we were just treated because we got given one, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. We right. yeah. yeah. Uh, in the end, uh, she didn't win, so it won't happen again. Uh, but the returning champ faces Siri and Google tonight. So let's go. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As another show draws to a close, Stab Abby and Matt, take a moment to reflect. Family Fun Day is on Sunday and each uh, member of the family gets to organise an event that we're doing. Can't wait for Koa, the three-year-old, to decide. Mm -hmm. But yesterday was Scotty and he did wonderful. It was a surprise. We all got in the car. We didn't know where we were going. But because I didn't know where I was going, I didn't have time to pack for that because mm. that's normally my job. So we went to Flagstone um, Adventure Park. Have you been out there recently? No, it looked good. It's I saw amazing. your Instagram. Yeah, a whole new redevelopment that's happening. But the, the adventure play, unbelievable. It's really, really good. But it's got a water park section mm. that obviously no kid goes into in winter, except my kids. Mm. But because I didn't have any, I was like, mm. just go with it in your clothes. And then everyone's complaining. But normally I would have brought swimmers. Everyone's sitting at the other one going, look, that irresponsible mother. I know. Which child cold. do you reckon was the first one to go in? Koa. No, oh, no Jagger. Yeah, uh, Jagger. Yeah, thanks, but no thanks. Not just the product itself, but the person mm. who invented slime. Mm -hmm. You're a jerk. <laughs> An absolute <laughs> jerk. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> but no thanks. but it happened again. I don't know what it is about your brain and how it chooses to operate when you step a foot onto an escalator that isn't <laughs> yeah. moving. No. Your brain just can't no. compute well, at all. You're well, like, what? And when you're walking, it feels it like feels it's extra weird. hard. Yep. Yeah. 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 Uh, maybe we should get Dr. Carl on. Yeah, maybe. Because he's not doing anything now that neighbours What's are What's like when you're going really far away, you're going a little bit faster and then you go through a town. Yeah. And at 16, you're like, why is 60 so slow? Yes, yes. So to my non-computing escalator brain, thanks for nothing. Staff, Abby and Matt. Brisbane wakes up with Staff, Abby and Matt on B105.